The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. All right, folks, a very unusual episode coming up here. For Indigo Girls fans only, we are lesbians. It had to happen sometime, and now is the time. Welcome to the podcast where it's all about living your love story and making your life and world a story where love wins. My name is Sienna. And my name is Toast. We've been partners in life, love, and music since 2001. Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> this is, like I said, oh this is going to be a very unusual episode. We don't usually do these kinds of episodes at all. Uh, usually they're more topical. Oh my God. We don't usually just, you know rant about whatever but i well you okay i take this back i am we ranting. do rant i'm, about I'm already stuff. ranting i'm already ranting okay. so the rant in this episode will be about indigo girls which is unusual we've never done anything like this before um it's usually about other topics like baked goods or well, our cats or a movie okay so i have to say that i think I have to say that I think Sienna, before we hit record, you Sienna was laughing her ass off. So we oh don't know God. what's going to happen in this. It's you know what it episode. is. Once you start laughing, where you can't control it, you, you can't put it back in the box. Once you've crossed it the just threshold, feels like that. You're trapped in the okay. laugh box. I have to say though, <laughs> that, did you snort? <laughs> oh God. Okay. Okay. I, oh, okay. We can't start this over. We already tried to start it over. Um, what I do want to say, and I'm going to just be transparent here. I feel like I don't say how much I love them. The Indigo Girls. Okay. Because I feel like it's such a stereotype. I know. I know. I know that it's so not funny. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but, <is> but. <laughs> After having been to so many of their concerts yes. and after watching the <laughs> concerts that we've been watching yeah. during this time of COVID, uh-huh. they have so many straight fans. Oh, yeah. Right. So yes. many. Right. Of course. So, of course. You know. Because straight people that. are also um, <laughs> music lovers. They also have, <laughs> yes. They also have good taste in music. Oh my god. Okay, we gotta okay, come on, Toast. Stop it. All right. How so this Yes, so this is gonna be just a fun, light episode. Um but some housekeeping first. You say it, you say it. Okay. <laughs> just a heads up that we're gonna start trying a new uh format in subsequent episodes. We're gonna try and just take uh, address one question per episode. Uh, we hope 
and plan for these episodes to be on the shorter side. And the reason we're doing this is because we have a bunch of projects that we're trying to cross the finish line on. And we realize that the time that we have is limited. So we need to, if, if we want to devote time to these other projects, we need to take time from other things. But we also didn't want to take a complete hiatus on this podcast. So instead, we decided to just shorten We have to tell them the whole story, don't episodes. we? <clears throat> I, right. I tend to be like that, right? Well, I tend to want to give the, the entire you want the whole picture terrain, and, whole... and tell it from another point of view. But what yeah. about, have you considered this point of view? I know. And Sienna gets kind of irritated with that yeah. sometimes. Yes, that's a bit much for me. Um, okay, I, I think I'm okay with the laughing thing. You know why I was laughing so much harder than normal? Because you're tired. Well, no. <laughs> that is true. But... Um, I am tired. See, it's not just one thing. It's not just one so thing. So you have to comfort all the bases and be like, well, you know, a lot of things could That's have contributed true. True. to the prone to laughter. But I will say that I was watching the two crazy cat ladies recently on one of their you lives. Have, okay. You have to and maybe share the two crazy. Are. Okay. You have to visit two crazy cat Um, but actually they have a wonderful line of holistic health uh, products for cats, but you must watch some of their videos so you can look for them on YouTube. Um, but I recently watched one of their lives and one of them, one of the two crazy cat ladies, her name is Adrian. She was laughing uncontrollably <laughs> and just watching her laugh made me laugh so hard. And then I learned why she was laughing and that made me laugh even more because I could see why one would laugh about that. Oh, and so okay. now as I'm laughing here, I'm remembering her laughing uncontrollably. And so that was making me laugh even more. But I think I'm okay now. So now we all know. Yes. Let's take a moment. You know, we didn't need to know. No. I mean, I no. mean, not to sound no. rude and, you know, he didn't that, need to but, know. but I just, I he guess did. that was my way of trying to let you know that I think all of us are okay with you having a giggle attack. Yeah. And it's fine. Well, and you don't need to justify back. it or explain it or, well, thank you. you know, thank you. We love it. I feel very just accepted. As it is. Good. That was the main thing. And now. We present our ranting about Indigo Girls. Okay, so recently, Toast and I have been enjoying so many Indigo Girls concerts via Instagram and Facebook. The only way you can enjoy concerts these days. Yes, and what's so what's so lovely is that we have been seeing the Indigo Girls in concert at the Portland or the Oregon Zoo. Mm -hmm. Saw them twice, past two years. Mm -hmm. And normally that would have been what we would have been doing this, this summer. Yeah, assuming they, they would have had a show. Would have had a show. Right? Um, but what's been so nice is despite everything that's going on right now, we've probably watched, how many have we watched? Maybe like four or five lives yeah. we haven't done all of them because they've done a lot a lot yeah. of artists are doing a lot of basically saw... free work yes like yeah. you know like you can enjoy a concert in the comfort of your own home in a much more intimate setting you can get up and get yourself uh you know a beverage or whatever yeah. and you can even have conversations with fellow concert goers in the comments and kind of 
make first contact, first-hand contact with each other, which is a really neat aspect of all of this, these virtual mm-hmm. live stream concerts going on. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been really neat. And also, too, you can watch while your cat is on your lap or roaming <laughs> around. Yeah. You know, like right. Yeah. And so one of the concerts that they did was for a benefit, Honor the Earth. Mm -hmm. And it was just so amazing because through that one hour concert, they raised over Mm $200,000 for Honor the Earth. Yep. Among the community of fans. Yes. So cool. That's just so crazy. I love it. They did another one. So gratifying. Was it for Feed America? I don't know the name of the organization. I don't it recall, but it was for uh, I think. yes, a food yeah. bank organization local to them in Georgia. Okay. So anyway, so it was great. So recently, we watched their dedication concert. Where prior to having the concert, they solicited for old school dedications. Hey, like would you remember? like to dedicate a song? See, Gen X will remember this. Yes, where you would call into the radio station. <laughs> And say, I'd like to dedicate a song to Mikey from Toast or whatever. And it's like, you know, you've been such a good friend. And and then the DJ would come on, right? DJ is like, Mm -hmm. this song is for Mikey. (laughs) So they they solicited dedications like that Mm -hmm. of songs from their catalog, obviously. And they said they got over 2,000 submissions and they felt really bad. They weren't able to, you know, like read every single one. But of course, I'm sure we all understood. And they... They read off some of the dedications before they would perform the song. Oh my God! Some and of that's them. what that's what you. broke us down. Yeah, oh my literally, God, it was so good. Literally bringing us to tears. Yes, um, just oh. just hearing the hearts that other our fellow human beings mm-hmm. have out there mm-hmm. for each other, for their family members, for yeah. friends, for spouses, yeah. some of whom have gone on to the next world. Like it was just really, really, really cool. Yeah. You know, I got to say some a highlight for me mm-hmm. is that listening, I think it was to the Honor the Earth Earth concert. Okay. That one, I was so excited because Toast and I have been to many of their concerts. We've seen them live many times, but I have never heard them sing Ghost or Love Will Come to You live. Never. Ever, ever. And I'm always like, oh, they never sing it. How come they never (laughs) sing it? They sang it. We knew they were going to sing it because for this concert, they sang one of their most popular albums. Rites of Passage. From start to finish. Mm -hmm. And so it was such a special concert, really. Yeah. For, I guess, I guess those would be old school fans, right? Probably, yeah. 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 Um, And it was just... I just died because I love those are I love so many I have so many favorite songs, mm-hmm. but those two have been in a special box because mm. I've never heard them sing it mm. live. That's probably one of my favorite albums of theirs. I mean, like yeah. you said, it's hard to choose. You know, when you really well, love when you, you really love an artist, yeah, right. When when oh, the artist true. has been yeah. such a pivotal core part of your coming of age, yeah, it, it's kind of like. Like a family member almost, right? Mm. It's not like you can choose a favorite per se. You just have 
um, you've developed your own kind of personal individual relationship with their body of work as, mm-hmm. as it continues to grow. And you know what? I just realized as we were preparing for this episode that when you count Indigo Girls um, studio albums, like major studio albums, mm-hmm. starting from their um, self-titled debut album up till now, uh, they had one, two, three, four, five, six, six albums released before you and I met. And they have now had six albums released after you and I met. Well, so I then thought that was kind of neat. It's perfect to have this podcast. So I thought that's kind of neat. That is neat. Um, um, okay. Oh, you know what? Let's go back to talking talking about the lesbian stereotype thing. Can I tell a quick story oh, about yeah, that? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yes. So how unfortunate and how much of uh, still like internalized homophobia does that reveal that we might feel self-conscious about being a lesbian stereotype if we talk about how much we like indigo girls right am i right i'm right come on i'm right all right um and i just think that's funny i think it's healthy to laugh at that um but but also too when you go to the when you go to a concert yeah you're excited because it's like a mini pride kind of like a a way lesbian pride okay well, and I think also a pride, but like an expanded, more inclusive pride, because there are people there who like, okay, you're a lesbian, so what? Big whoop, big whoop, right? Yeah. Which is yeah. also, thank you very much. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Um, or LGBTQ or whatever it is nowadays, liquid or fluid or whatever. It's not right? liquid. It's not, not liquid. liquid. Okay. Um, but this reminds me of how one time... In a college literature class, which was being taught by a professor who happened to be gay, um, it was so funny. One of the kids in the class, a student, um, raised their hand and they asked a question, something along the lines of, how come, how come all the lesbians are smart? <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. And I actually have an answer to that. Okay. Yeah. The answer is that I think most, I think people who are non-binary are forced to do some introspection mm. and, you know, assessment of themselves yeah. and of society. And that kind of forces that is you true. to be smarter in a way. Yeah. I won't go into what I mean by in a way, because those of you who know, know. But... um I, I feel like, and I'm, of course I am biased, but I feel like Indigo Girls is smart music. Yes. That's all I'll say. <laughs> there are other kinds of smart music, but I think they're one of them. Um, it's, I think it's also funny that IG used to stand for Indigo Girls, but now uh, it no, stands Instagram. for Instagram. I know. I know. You know what I love? Okay. So I think what you can love just their music. Okay. Indigo Girls music. Okay. But what makes their music even better when you think like, oh, I couldn't love this song more. Okay. You're like, okay, yeah, I love that song so much. And that's it. I love it. All right. But then all of a sudden you find yourself going, oh my God, I love it even more now. Okay. Is when you really get, when you feel like you know them. Okay. And you get a sense of who they are. And you feel like... Wow, they are really nice people. 
Like they do come off as really nice people. Mm -hmm. Do we know them? We don't know them. But when you see them do, you know, whatever banter in between songs, it's like you just get that feeling like they have so much heart. Mm. I love how they um, they will pluck some, you know, indie musician mm-hmm. and have them and invite them to open for their concert. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. They really, I feel like they pay it forward. Yes, um, absolutely. And then doing all the fundraisers that mm-hmm. they do. Yep. Uh, and 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 I know that they they've been doing that from day one. That's right. You know, not waiting until they felt maybe oh we have a following now, so now we can do one. Mm-hmm. They've been immersed from day one. Yeah. And so you put all that together, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh my god, these are really good human beings. Right. Then it's even better exactly because if, if people because you know, I, I mean that. that's why when somebody shows that they're not or i mean when somebody shows that they're less than a good human being yeah it kind of makes you want to be like no thanks yeah right. nice song but mm, right. i don't feel good about myself right supporting that so, you know what that is so true um that is so true i will take this moment though yes. to say that personally i think there is a there is a distinction between art and the person who through the art is channeled through. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. not somebody who's like, Oh, if you know, like just never buy that person's stuff again or whatever, because they're an asshole. Like, yeah. yeah. Or just like, now you can't be Absolutely. a fan of that person. I think there's a, there's yes. a gray area there. Mm-hmm. I don't think the art anyway, I think that's important to say because yeah. nowadays I think there's such a hyper, uh, sensitivity to that issue yeah um but yes absolutely that's one of the things that i'm so grateful for their example and um yeah using using their power for good and i would like more banter from them you want to hear a podcast by them i want to hear a podcast i want to hear more banter within a concert Hmm. you know i want to hear more of that Okay. Well, if they're listening, they might <laughs> they might be like, "Oh, take a note." Okay. Okay. Anything else? I mean, we have definitely well, yeah, a there lot is more, more else. Um, well, I will say that uh, you know, getting used to these watching these concerts from home, mm-hmm. it's been such a different experience, right? Right. But one of the nice pluses is that even if we're not amidst a sea of other people, human beings loving the music and being mm-hmm. physically there together. Mm-hmm. It has been a nice benefit to actually go within the heart and mind of a person because they're commenting while the concert is going on. Mm-hmm. You know, so you get to see the scroll of tons of comments from people. Yes. And yes. that is also bonding. Because they some... laughs. Some of yeah. them are just like, oh, my God, I feel that way, too. Or, right. you know, um, right. So I've been enjoying that that piece. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's something so very. Nice. Yeah, there's something very touching about that, like being able to have an insight into individuals. Yeah. Thoughts and histories with the songs. And instead of just knowing conceptually that that is the case. Yes. Yeah. Um, OK, so. Okay, so now I know we're just I'm all gonna, over the place because there's just so much to say, and I'm thinking like, and yet we're not, we're not being cover, very, and yet we're not being very not, specific. I know. Do we need to start this again? No, <laughs> hell no. Okay, let's see. 
How about we tell briefly, I'm going to tell briefly the story of how Sienna first learned about the Indigo Girls. She had never heard of them. She was a bona fide, genuine, okay, authentic wait. lesbian. Okay, but still, you, could be, you can be a lesbian without knowing about the Indigo Girls because that's what Sienna was. And then we met. And and we shared music. The kite, I was a know. lesbian longer than you were a lesbian. <laughs> yes, yes, you were. And um, well, so so conscious lesbian. Conscious lesbian. I was an unconscious lesbian. <laughs> so I will say that yes, it is a shame that like, I don't know how, what happened to me that I escaped that. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, like it's why okay. didn't I know about them? Because um, I think it's because the the lesbian gene was so strong in you. You didn't, therefore, I wouldn't know about them. Therefore, you don't need to know about them. You could still oh. be a lesbian without knowing about well, them. Well, I don't know. So, the way I learn about them is I received a... Hold on now, people. This is Gen X talking. I received a mixed cassette tape from Toast. Mixed tape? <laughs> now, were there CDs available? Yes. But what was not common is a CD burner. Not everyone had that during that time. And I, at that time, did not even have a boombox with two cassettes. Do not say boombox. Well, <laughs> I'm using the terminology. I'm going to use it. We said mixtape already. We're in that territory. I did not even have a way to make my own mixtape at home. So I had to go to the audiovisual lab at the University of Hawaii and sit there and make the mixtape oh my god so yeah. i i chose some very selected you know hand-picked songs yes, curated from, from the indigo cu- girls they were curated. and one of them was love will come to you well no it was not what <laughs> okay go that on go came on came later but it was there though that's not why that's why i said tape. one of them Oh, on the first tape? Well, I'm not, not I'm, on the first I'm, tape. You're thinking I'm it was, right? Bar- I'm embarrassed to say I don't remember the okay. first versus the here, second mixtape. Here's what I will say. So then, so I got this mixtape and I'm like, wow, what is this? Okay, let's start listening to it. So the songs that really hit me from that tape, they were Prince of Darkness, Ghost, Land of Canaan, Crazy Game. Those were the songs that really hit me. Okay. And I remember having to stop it and contact her and say, who are these people? Who are these these indigo girls? Who are these people? Because that was my first experience of really um, uh, like deeper songwriting. Hmm. You know? Oh, oh, I see. You mean on a topic other than... Romantic love or breakups. Or I just felt like there was more meat on the bone. Okay. And I felt like there's like so much here. To it, there right? was so much here. And I just, yeah. I felt like you couldn't just listen and enjoy. And maybe some people that's their aim with music. Mm-hmm. I just want to listen and enjoy it. Okay. But I felt like as I was listening, there was so much to, to take in. For your soul. Yeah. Like there, well, yeah. I mean, there was this, okay. There was the first hit of just the, for me, the melody always hits me first. So there's the melody. 
but then now there's harmony. And then now there's these lyrics that I'm going, okay, what does that mean? Wait, what did she say? Wait, what are they saying here? So I felt like there was so much to the songs mm. that I had never experienced before. Wow. And so, um, so I just, there was just so much to, to, to take in hmm. and, um, oh yeah. And power of two, power of two was on that as well. Okay. Um, but at the time I believe if I had to break it down at that time, my favorite song was probably Crazy Game, which I have also not heard them sing live. I know, right? Hint, hint. Have you? Wouldn't it be because awesome? Because you've seen more concerts. I, no, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't ever seen them I live. Love that with song. my own eyes, I have not seen We have performed that song. I love it. I would love to cover it. It's just such a, it's such a beautiful song. It's a great song. It is. It is. Here, here's another um, cassette tape related story okay. about crazy game okay i taught myself how to play that song on the guitar mm-hmm. just by you know rewinding the cassette a lot of times not with just a using my ear to because you weren't not, rewinding with a pencil not rewinding with a pencil okay, yeah that's if it breaks <laughs> right yeah and the magnetic tape is all yeah. strewn out of you need a cassette. pencil to fix your cassette tape. <laughs> um no but i there was no internet to look up what are the guitar chords for you know you just have to figure it out or buy the book or something and and i was like i love the song so much so i figured it out you know painfully rewinding and playing and rewinding and playing well turns out i figured it out um but i think because it was a cassette Mm -hmm. you know the the playback is not exact right right so i my version ended up being in the key of f but when I have seen videos of them playing it, it's mm-hmm. in the key of E, mm. a half step lower. So I think it's kind of funny that, you know, just because it was a cassette. Yeah. And maybe my guitar was not tuned perfectly right on. So anyway, for the music geeks out there, I think I that's kind that. of funny. I love It's that. like a old school playing music in your living room or in your bedroom kind of thing. Um, okay. Well, that's not old school anymore. That's, oh, that's true. <laughs> but now you're doing it in front of like a selfie ring light. Um, okay. So I love how their songwriting and especially Emily Saylor's songwriting. Like I would say like she is her songwriting. Well, you have a lot in common with her. Well, she, her songwriting was what first kind of really piqued my interest and made me question like why like what is it about this song that affects me so much mm-hmm. what make like what are the mechanics that make the song so powerful mm-hmm. and, and convey this this kind of sense a kind of atmospheric ambiance how how does why is that happening in my brain and my emotions in my internal experience of this song yeah um and I realized that I think it has to do with what what has I've I've heard called world building when it comes to writing a script mm. or um, poetry or lyrics. And what it is, what world building refers to, as I understand it, is the power of suggestion. Which actually, isn't that a phrase that she uses in one of her songs? I don't know which one it is, but yes, it is. The power of suggestion. And I I was so uh, 
appreciative of this technique that I think she uses, that I see she uses in her lyric writing, um, that I, I, I mapped out an example of how she does this in one of her songs, and I sent this handwritten chart, like with all kinds of lines and stuff, to Sienna. And it was for the song, Love Will Come To You. Because I think that's one of the songs where it's put to one of the greatest effect. Um, I love that song. So Love so Will Come much. To You is from oh the album God. Rites of Passage, which is so oh. beautifully produced. That's the other oh. thing. That album is, the production is exquisite. It's incredible. Um, but okay, so I'm going to try and dig that letter up so we can... Take a photo and put okay. it on we'll, we'll Instagram. See if we can find it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, so in her songwriting technique, just really quickly, like, um, if if you know, um, the one of their popular songs is called "Power of Two, and the the hookiest part is adding up the total of a love that's true, multiply life by the power of two. So you can see how she uses math, right, mm-hmm. mathematics in the lyrics to um, just kind of use that as the theme however that math theme does not is not so prevalent in all the rest of the song Mm -hmm. but um in love will come to you what i love about this one is the the world building and the motif and the atmosphere that is conveyed in the lyrics is much more subtle Mm. but but so many of the lyrics and i don't think i'm reading into this Somebody can tell me if I am. But so many of the lyrics paint a picture of, uh, I guess, what I would describe as kind of like an old world uh, carnival. Mm. Um, like, And when I say that, I mean, I'm talking about like um, trained tigers and a knife thrower and a mm-hmm. fortune teller, you know, um, little trinkets handmade car hand carved toys and purple velvet yeah do you know what i'm talking about i'm trying well you drew it for me yeah yeah (laughs) but i don't know if the listener understands what i'm trying to talk about but and remember i gave you a crystal ball yes i still have it yeah yeah but anyway so so for those of you who know or if you want to look up that song love will come to you if you don't know this song you must read through the lyrics and um, I just, I, it was a revelation to me to, to do, to go on the search of like, why do, why do certain songs have such an mm. effect on me? And yeah. then to analyze everything from the music, but also to the lyrics and to realize, oh, this is what's happening. And, um, and I just admired it so much. Yeah. And I love that. So this, this song, this type of songwriting technique is it, it requires so much complexity. It requires an intricateness, a sophistication. It requires a lot of thought, right? It's, it's very um, cerebral mm-hmm. to, have, to, to be able to and to take the time to construct a song with lyrics like this mm-hmm. and the feel of it. Um, and that's Emily Saylor's style of songwriting. Um, and from, your, from your vantage from my, point. Yeah, from yes. my point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Amy Ray's style of songwriting is just as genius, but it and comes complex. But it comes across as just way more just instinctual. 
yeah just primeval mm-hmm. you know primal there's a kind of hits you in the gut that's how i i feel yeah but yeah. It's, it's not so uh, it's not intellectualized it doesn't come across that way to me the genius of it is just in the 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 primal feeling of it, the instinctual feeling of it. Yeah. And, and I love how, Hey, it comes together. Yeah. Boom. And that's Indigo Girls. And here they are after 30 plus years, you know, still making awesome music. Yes, I agree. I agree. And what's lovely is that they just came out with a new album. Yes. Actually, not just, I mean, well, kind of just in the past May, month, right? In May, yeah, I past think couple months. Um, and it's called look long. And I would say that that is one of my favorite tracks on it. Yes, me too. Um, I also love When We Were Writers. Oh, so good. Oh, that song made I me know, cry the first time so, we heard it. So good. Mm-hmm. So good. And then another song that I really admire, just the slice of life feeling of it, is Casey Girl. Yes. I, KC stands Kansas for Kansas City, City Girl. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought it too. was called Kansas City Girl because in the song, isn't that that's what she says? Yeah. Kansas City mm-hmm. Girl. Yeah, but uh, so good. Oh, you know what song I love too? I have to say this. It's not from this album. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Share the moon. Oh, oh my yeah. God! Kill that's me. So good. And also too, what I love is I. Oh, that is like the opening track. Mm-hmm. Of yep. what is that? What is the album? What album is that one on? <gasps> Beauty Queen's Sister. I love that one too. But okay, so I loved Share the Moon for I just love that song. You have to listen to it. <laughs> it it's just expansive uh, and open and beautiful. Yeah. And what is so lovely is that at one of the concerts that we attended, um, where they played at the Oregon Zoo, they started is it that the opening song. I'm looking at they their started catalog. that song and. The night sky was above us with the stars. It was a clear night. It was just so beautiful. There was the moon there, and it was just perfect. Just the perfect, perfect setting. I'm not going to pretend that we were wrong. I mean, that we're right, because look, I'm looking through their albums, and Is I'm like, um, I don't think Share the Moon was a... I think you're thinking a Moment of Forgiveness. Become You. I love that song too. Yeah. Moment of forgiveness. Yeah. So I think that's what you had in mind when you were thinking oh, first song. Yeah, first track. Because uh Share the Moon is not the first track on it any is of their not? songs. I mean any of their albums. You know, I, I gotta admit, after a while, like they all it, it blends together. So, it yeah, blends together. So many because, albums. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's funny how you process memories um based on what age you are. I think, you know, when you're younger, you have less going on. And less things, less responsibilities to manage. So you have more room to like have these memories just imprint on you when an mm. album is released and stuff. That's my reasoning. Um, let's see. The other thing, okay, I, I could talk for for hours and days. Um, so since you're scrolling through, I'm going to take the opportunity to continue yapping. Yep. I so appreciate the wisdom in the lyrics that is conveyed, um, closer to fine, I mean, we're talking old school right here, closer to fine, the lyric of the less I seek my source for some definitive, the closer I am to fine. I'm just like, how do you write that when you're in college? Like, 
that's such a wise thing. That reminds me of the Tao that can be spoken or the Tao that can be named is not the true Tao. Mm. Right? It's like... I need to give an update here. Okay. It is the first track. Oh, Beauty Queen Sister. I said Why Beauty is, Queen Sister. I know, I know you did. You're right. <laughs> I was wrong. I will fully admit and give you credit. I was wrong. Look, on iTunes, yes. on Apple Music, it has a star. So I am not alone. Look how many you people love that alone. song, right? You know what? Okay, here's my mistake. Okay. Because I don't have Beauty Queen Sister at all in my list of Indigo Girls albums. I would not be admitting that. I love that album. Why don't I have that? So then I was also we wrong the album. when I said, I know, I know. So I was also wrong when I said that they had six studio releases before and after we met each. Anyway. 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 Okay. <sighs> I don't know. How, I don't know if, um, if this episode is really complete, but I it think we should end it. Look, it's 30. We went 15 yeah. minutes over our time. Right. It will never be complete uh, because... And I'm so love glad for Indigo never, Girls knows no bounds. That's why. I'm so glad it's never going to be complete. And you know, one, th- I have this, okay, I see, I'm going to keep talking for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I know it. I so, know it. One of the, so the very first time I ever saw them in concert. So now this is after the mixtape. This is after you moved up to this the mainland is, from this, Hawaii. This was at the this Orange County. After, yes, Fair. it's after all of that. It's after we finally admitted, like, okay, I think I like you. Okay, you like me. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were not in eighth grade, but <laughs> but I was so excited to see them in concert because I felt like I missed out so much mm. having found them so, quote unquote, late in my life, in my mm. lesbian life. Um, and I remember seeing them and it was such an it was pretty intimate concert venue, I think. Mm. It wasn't that, you know, like a huge. Well, they don't do like arena concerts. Right. But we did go to, we saw them in Long Beach once, and it was a really big theater. Long Beach Performing Long Arts. Beach performing, yeah. And that Long was, Beach theater. that felt very big. But we had, but Compared the tickets to, you got for us were like in the front. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was special. But, uh, but anyways, so I have this great memory of um, our love was new. Mm-hmm. We're there. We're getting to see Indigo. I'm going to love you good and strong. <laughs> We're going to go see them and it's under the night sky again. So it's an outdoor thing. Um, A county fair is happening at the same time. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was just such a wonderful experience. And then we went in and we had our picture taken in those booths. Mm -hmm. So I have that picture too. I mean, it was just so wonderful. Mm -hmm. So I just have to share that. Music and memories. It's just, what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do, people? Okay. Let's take a deep breath. Okay. We have to and move on. Just a shout out for live albums. I've been listening to live albums recently and just feeling like, oh, remember that? Live music. When you could get a crowd of people in one place and time. Mm-hmm. And the energy of that. Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to their old live stuff. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on to happier okay. times. I mean, that is a happy time, but I know the way you're saying it is saying is like, oh my god. Well, it's just a renewed appreciation for you know. I it's know. like it's that thing you don't know I mean, what you geez, got till it's gone. I went to the right? doctor today. I and went it... to the doctor. <laughs> I went to the mountains. I looked. I went to the doctor today. I drank from the fountain, and it was like Disneyland for me. 
because I don't see people. I saw my <laughs> I saw my doctor. It's a new doctor for me. So first time I'm being in that office, I'm in that office. I'm like, look at this tile. Look at this picture. It's so beautiful. Look at this wood tone. Look at this tapestry. And I saw my doctor and I'm like, look at her outfit. She's just beautiful <laughs> with the ponytail and her nice earrings. Look, it's a person. It's another person. <laughs> oh my I God. That's very, I know. I mean, people. you know, I just, so definitely. I do know. I def, do know. And I'm sure other people listening know. Definitely renewed. Exactly what you said. Renewed appreciation for even going to the doctor. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Okay, we are going to end here. Thank you. So, if you listen this far, thank you for listening. You are a true Indigo Girls fan. Yes, and if you know anyone who is an Indigo Girls fan, please send this to them because they will understand every single thing. Or please. send them to us. Or send them to us. Yeah. Ooh, wouldn't it be f- okay? What? I just had. I just had a thought. What if? What if people send us? Um, like the name of a song, an Indigo Girl song, and we can just go off episode by episode about a song. We will do that. I would do it. We would do it. I would do it. Yeah. I would do it. So, hey, we dare you. I'm really caught up now. We dare you. Send us, send us a song. Okay. So thanks so much for listening. And don't forget, come next week, we are testing out a different format. It's going to be Q&A type format. Uh, And, because we are doing a shorter podcast while we finish a few other projects, we will be answering one question per episode. Just preparing you. So just letting it's not you one in of on those grab your coffee and kick back for 20 to 50 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And if you, have, if you have a question, please feel free to send it to us on any of our social media platforms. You can also email us at info at siennaandtoast.com. And until next time, this is Sienna. And this is Toast. Inviting you to come and live your love story. If you're inspired by the teachings of Dr. Wayne Dyer, you will love the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast with Nadia Dela Cruz. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. My name is Nadia Dela Cruz, and I started the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast to explore spiritual topics like manifestation and meditation with guests who share their own stories of insight, awakening, and transformation. Listen now on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.